Welcome to the Nintendo Dads, episode 260, recorded on December 26, 2019. On tonight's episode, uh, we talk about stuff, whatever we can think of. <laughs> let's talk about stuff. All right, let's do it. Cue the music. <laughs> Greetings and welcome to this week's episode of Nintendo Dads. Uh, I'm Jesse Waldack. Uh, we are uh, Justin List, which we knew about. We are Marty List, which we did not know about. So, well, uh, we have to give him a break. He was feeling under the weather, so I'm, I'm guessing he's right. long overdue for some rest. <laughs> yeah. Basically, this will put it this way: he didn't tell me he wasn't coming up. <laughs> yes. Which, which is which is which is still fair. I understand that if he's not feeling well, at least that's fine, but uh, it's you know, unexpected. <laughs> so, and I think today's going to be a quick show anyway. Uh, very little on the on the news, uh, so we'll do a, a little bit of let's discuss. We'll just talk about what happened over the holidays for us, and then I, f- I finally get to talk about the Pokemon Go events because nothing yeah. else is going to uh, squash that. So. <laughs> If you don't care about Pokemon Go, when I start talking about that, then you skip ahead for about, about five, ten minutes. Other than that, uh, thanks, Tim, for jo- for being the, taking the second seat. No problem. Glad to be here as usual and uh, happy to share what I can share about our survey results, which I can shut down right now, I suppose, since we'll talk about that and then even talk a little bit about Christmas. That's good. Yeah, so again... If, if the timing is a little awkward, I'm not used to talking and doing the soundboard at the same time. So we'll see how things go there. So speaking of that, and we're setting that for the... Uh, we'll start talking about our news. And like always, our news is brought to us by our patrons at patreon.com slash Nintendo Dads. Not backslash, I need to train Marty on that. <laughs> People in the chat always say, it's not backslash, it's slash. I'm like, I know Marty doesn't, but uh, we'll fix this on It adds character. Uh, I get it, character. Never yeah. mind, go ahead. <laughs> My mom always says that uh, whenever anything weird happens, it builds character. And boy, are you a character. <laughs> Yes, that is. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to welcome our newest patron, who I believe just signed up this morning, uh, Frank Law. So, and I saw that welcome, he uh, was able to hop onto the Discord and join the conversations there. So, welcome, and uh, hope you enjoy your stay. Uh, for our, we I pretty much only have one news item to talk about, as because it's I huge. Think it, I couldn't think of anything else to talk about, so this was something that I was trying to avoid because it's just so much to talk about. It was hard hard to pick and choose. So anyway, the uh, Nintendo eShop has a large sale going on. I don't know if there's any first party games actually on sale, but there's a lot of third parties, a lot of indies. Uh, I, I, I'm looking at the Nintendo website versus the, what's going on eShop, and they kind of have them grouped in categories, which is kind of nice. It is nice. Uh, so it, it first mentions in, uh, what indie games. I'm trying to see anything here. Like, 
the, I think the biggest discount is Unravel 2 for five, five bucks instead of 20. You know, Cuphead's on discount. Ori is discounted. SteamWorld yep. Quest is discounted. Yep. A, I think we were just, just talking about that too, either in our chats or last week, Ori. Um, and I mentioned that I hadn't pick, picked it up yet, yeah, but with the sale, I actually did with some of my Christmas money. So <laughs> I did pick that one up. Yeah, and I hope, hopefully I'll get to play that soon. Still trying to beat Luigi, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right. Okay. Then the next section is NIS America, which I described to Tim as just your anime waifu games. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Yee's Eight is in the group for half off, and I for- completely forgot there was three Disgaea games on the Switch. They're they're all on sale. All long games that you told me. So yeah, strategy all game. Yeah, strategy. Str- uh, Strategy games, uh, games that I don't like. Yeah, then Capcom ha- says up to seventy five percent off of select games. So I think pretty much like all of the Ace Attorneys on both Switch and eShops are on sale. Like every uh, Resident Evil is uh, discounted. Looks like about half price everything. But Resident <laughs> Evil Four is not quite half, but everything else is. Uh, I even have uh, Monster Hunter 3 for Wii U discounted. Originally 40 bucks down to 8 And Resident Evil Revelations for Wii U, originally 40 down to 10 I, w- I didn't expect to see Wii U games here, but they're, they're there. Yep. And then Blizzard Sale, all two games. <laughs> Activision Sale, all three games. <laughs> Which is, a, is crazy that the... Insane Trilogy is half half the cost there, twenty bucks, which I think is a lot, probably about the price point a lot of people are were waiting for. Right. There's <laughs> uh, a whole bunch of Bandai Namco games. Uh, Katamari Damacy reroll for eighteen. And yeah, Nino Kuni was fifteen dollars off there, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh yeah, I see that. I didn't see it before, but I see it now. It is a little distracting. The website has some use the, squ- the square icons that you'd see on the Switch, and some use the rectangular box art you'd see on a shelf. So it's, right, is that because you can't buy Nino Kuni? No, well, everything everything on sale here is on eShop. So oh, okay. I, I'm not sure why they choose one or the other. That is weird. My Heroes One Justice from you know, My Hero Academia's fighting game is but is more than half off. It's Originally sixty down to twenty four. Nice. Then a bunch of Team Seventeen games, Overcooked, Worms. Yeah, I was just telling you before the show started that there's a lot of games I didn't realize Team Seventeen made or published. Apparently, apparently Ukulele has published it on Switch because that's down to uh, four to thirteen and a half instead of forty. Yeah. Bunch of Ubisoft games, the. Uh, Mario and Rabbids takes top billing down to 15 bucks. That's definitely worth it. As someone who doesn't like tactics games, I like that game. <laughs> <laughs> Monopoly's down to $13 instead of 40 so if you, that's actually almost worth the price now. The d- game and DLC bundle for Mario Rabbids is also... Uh, the Gold Edition is only 20 bucks digitally. That's pretty that's a- good. Yeah, 
I, 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 I bought the game at launch full price and bought the DLC at launch full price and completely enjoyed it. So definitely for 20 bucks, if you haven't tried it yet, give, it, give that a go. I may have to do that. And Square, <laughs> Square, Square Enix has just about everything on sale. It looks like Collection of Man is down to 20. You know, I, I should have waited for that to go down, but didn't. Um, just about every Dragon Quest, except for Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, Dragon Quest One, Two, and Three is on sale. Uh, um, just about every Final Fantasy is on sale. Nice. Box is down to half off. Another section of indie games that are that's under. It looks like most of these are under ten dollars. Some of these are actually down to like. Here's a two dollar game, Breaks Are for Losers. Here's a dollar game, Bury Me, My Love. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> yeah. Knights nice. in pen and paper. Uh, there's two games you can buy them separately or together as a bundle. There's a Picto Quest. Did you play that one? I did play that one. I enjoyed that one. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, yeah, a, normally ten, now down to eight, so two dollars <laughs> off. Nice. Other than that, other than a few other oddball games at the bottom that I don't think I've even heard of, didn't even know. Oh, there's a few Atelier games. I've played one of those. I forget which one. I played one of them on the PS3 and liked it. I've wanted to pick it up again. But it, it's kind of a... It's an RPG where you don't... You do, you do participate in combat in dungeons, but you, you normally have other people fighting with you. But your main role is as an alchemist to create new items out of items you get out of the loot you get from the dungeon crawls. Oh, okay. Just to solve people's problems type of thing. Nice. There again, you know, kind of okay, similar to builders, you know, a little bit, but, uh, it's, it's actually has a time limit based thing where, you know, certain, certain, certain act, you have a cal- like a calendar year, kind of like persona. If you okay, yeah, you you have a fixed time, fixed number of days to play, and then you got to get what you what you need to get done in that time limit. I was just checking out the the titles there, and it, it's got like Atlayer and then a per, uh, person's name. Uh, yeah, that'd be like the lead character for that game. And then it goes Alchemist of Dusk, and then Dusk Sea, then Dusk Sky. So is it like a trilogy or something? Do you know of or that? I don't know. I haven't followed it in the last few years, uh, in the recent years. So I, I, I know. I, th- I think the game I played before was like the third game in the series, and okay. that, there's like eight, ten of them now. You know, and there was throwbacks to previous games. So like you've met, okay. you met as an NPC previous protagonists. So okay. these these are in the same universe. Gotcha. Yeah, I bought one for my daughter because I think it was Atler Sophie because my daughter's name is Sophie, so I bought her that for ah. PS4. <laughs> so that's why that looked familiar to me. I thought that was, I thought that was familiar. So, but it was for the PS4. But that's cool. They got these out for the Switch. All right. That's, uh, was there anything else that you wanted that jumped out at you? You wanted to mention? I think I've gone through everything that I that I've noticed. I. Uh, just it's just a huge sale and i wish i just had the time to play everything that i would want to buy right i already have a backlog 
Yeah, in fact, yeah. The, the last week and a half has been backlog diving, which we'll, right. we'll get into later in the show. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's it for me. Okay, so yeah, that's the only news item we had. So uh, next we'll have a let's discuss. So we just no, we didn't have anything structured this time like we normally try to have. We just wanted to say, "How was your holiday? What what happened? What you get yesterday? What you give yesterday? What what are some highlights?" Yes, and it, this is a topic I'm also going to be asking uh, our guests to the dinner table tomorrow at tomorrow's show. So we'll get a kind of a feel for that. So I don't want to give away too much myself here because I'll be giving I'll be talking about it tomorrow night as well. Uh, but why don't you go ahead and go first, Jesse? What, what do you want to call out? Okay. Well, the, uh, I put a picture on Twitter uh, last week of uh, my son wrapped up a box that stood like six feet tall and used like all of my remaining wrapping paper scraps. I called it the Franken gift the Frank- <laughs> because it's like seven different wrapping papers Yeah. To, in order to cover it all. Right. And it, so it was a little funny dialogue back and forth on Twitter about what it was and uh, what it ended up being was a, a, uh, a gas trimmer. Oh, okay. Cause my, my son works at a, an Ace Hardware as a steel repair tech. It's nice. The brand steel S T H I A H L. And uh, this, so he bought a steel branded, uh, mower or not mower but uh trimmer so it, if it needs repair he knows how to fix it right <laughs> not a refurbished one it is. he well it, yes but he said it was like used once okay it well, was, like I, a, it was I, more I, of a return so he got it on at a discount because right. it was a return and then he got his i think they normally get like a 20 like a 20% discount normally, but during the holidays, they get like a 30% discount. So he got stacked discounts. So we got that at a pretty good price. That's awesome. Yeah. I usually <laughs> like getting refurbished stuff, you know, or, or from a, a well-known place that's good for their refurbished stuff. Cause you can get yeah. a good price. You get their uh, warranty behind it usually too. So yeah, we had a cool. black and Decker branded one that was battery powered that uh, always gave us problems. Oh yeah. And yeah. So he knew that was an issue, so nice. we appreciate that gift. Um, <laughs> we normally don't do a lot of video game related giving because that happens the rest of the, all year round. So we right. kind of treat. But uh, some things we did, some things that I did give to the kids, I gave them each a flip grip. Awesome. I had to explain it to the daughters. My son knew exactly <laughs> what it was. Right. But I had to explain it to them what it was. But. Uh, so whether they get any use out of it, I don't know, but but they have one just in case. Um, I got <laughs> my youngest daughter. We got uh, Lion King Monopoly, and okay. I got gave my son Fortnite Monopoly. Nice. Now, hey, I, I you did get a picture of the Fort uh, the Lion King one, didn't you? And posted. Yeah, we, we 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 tried playing that before dinner yes, uh, yesterday. We we got to the point when there were. Uh, Houses and hotels, which in this case are grubs and rhino beetles, <laughs> all over the board. And peop- I, w- I was 
pissing everyone off because my strategy in Monopoly is to, uh, what was the term I used yesterday? Uh, basically, I, I, I don't, I buy houses, but don't upgrade to hotels. <laughs> so yeah. the bank runs out of houses. So yeah. no one else can buy houses and no one can buy a hotel. So you are take you've got the monopoly on the houses, right? Is that what kind it is? of. <laughs> They're trying to say well, I can you can just you you can just pay the extra money and go to the the fifth level. I'm like, no, no. Part of the purchase cost is trading in four houses. If you don't have four houses, you can't do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. I was about to. I think the, there was like a big f- noticeable flow of the cash. It went from the youngest daughter to her boyfriend to our friend to the family friend to to me or me to her. But the money was actually flowing on my side of the table. But I, she just got a new set of monopolies. And as soon as she made our, the youngest daughter sell off her houses, she bought up the houses. And I, I, I so if that game were to continue, I likely would she would have won. But yeah. I would have been the last survivor. <laughs> but uh, we it was we had to tear it and get ready for dinner. <laughs> nice. Uh, then, then after dinner, we. This is a, a game that uh, some, some can be a touchy subject depending on who's listening. So, if, if it's a, su- a touchy subject for you, I apologize. I, it is no disrespect intended. But we played a game of Secret Hitler. I don't know okay. if you've heard of that. No. So, I've heard of a secret agent or something like that. Yeah. But I, Basically, yeah. the, um, like the, the, the setting is like mid-1930s Germany. And okay. the, there's the, the Liberal Party and the Fascist Party are just starting to create their government. And so what? So it, basically, so we had nine people. There's a three different rule sets. One if you have five to six people, one if you have seven or eight, and the last if you have nine or ten, which adds more things in play. This is the first time we actually played with nine people, so it was really it was kind of fun. So basically, you had five people in the Liberal Party, and the other four people are are in the Fascist Party, with one of them being Hitler. Okay, and the Liberals win if they assassinate Hitler. Or put uh, in, uh, it put in five liberal policies in, in play. The fascists win if the fascists put five liberal policies in play. Or if once they have three out of no six six total, once they have three policies in play, if if Hitler becomes the chancellor, then it's game over. Mm. Fascist win. We 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 ended up playing, I think, six games, and the liberals never won. <laughs> it came close. It was actually one actually came it was almost going to go to a a fifty fifty draw, whether it was going to win or not. But something happened and that messed that messed up the, that plan. But it was uh and, and the roles are assigned at random. Okay, you know, through contents and envelopes, then shuffled and passed out at random. The none of the none of the liberals know who anybody is. Hitler 
doesn't know who anybody is. But the non-Hitler fascists know who the other fascists are and know who's Hitler to try okay. to get the power play in in action. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, it, it, it's a fun game. It takes it takes like two games to play it, where you muddle through to figure out the, what's really going on. But once you've yeah. got that down, and you, yeah. you know. We tried teaching the kids this when we first got the game like four years ago, and they didn't get it. <laughs> they got it now. They got it now. And uh, they had fun. And yeah, it's just, it, it takes a while to get going. But, once, but, but a game itself only lasts maybe half an hour. So you can play mm-hmm. three or four games in a setting relatively easily. And um, the, at the very beginning of the game, there's an app you can download on your phone that it kind of explains the setting and explain, explains to the players, you know, cover your eyes. If you're the f- fascist, you open your eyes, look around, find the other fascists. And this is all narrated by Will Wheaton. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Mecha Dragon in the chat says Secret Hitler's fun, a little complicated at first, but once you get it down, it gets very tense. Very true. There was a lot of yelling going on, especially there was one game when... They, when the, the family, friend, husband, and wife, he, he, he was Hitler, the hu- wife was a fascist, I was a fascist, my son was a fascist, and all four of us were sitting next to each other. So we <laughs> knew, and, and the rotate, the power, the, the power of the, the, the possible president for, for that turn. Yeah. Is just rotates around. And near the end game, it was coming across us. So we were in control. <laughs> and you know basically and there's a vote in each turn whether you will you know like the the, pre- the presidential candidate is just picked next in rotation they pick a chancellor candidate at random or not a random but you know who they want to win who they want the chancellor to be then there's a vote and it's got to be a majority vote so if it's a four four tie it doesn't pass so nice. if there's so if 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 there if it does vote that that's in power, then you do. Then then there's the oh the a little middle mini game goes on that that enacts one of either a policy for either party. But if the vote says no, then it advances a counter, and then it advances. And if it's still no, it advances. If it fails three times, then just the top policy on the stack gets enacted due to public chaos and so if it if so we, people were starting to vote us because they knew they figured we were all the fascists so they were yeah. the liberals were trying to vote no someone messed up a vote and we and we had, had the power and we were able to do what we needed to do to win but yeah. if they didn't mess that up it would have gone to three no votes and it would have went to a 50 50 chance and i don't know what would have happened but it would have i was kind of hoping it would go there yeah, that's that was really the only chance that the liberals had to win at any part of the night. Interesting. That sounds like a very interesting game. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Again, it because of the topic matter. It you know certain you know we know some people can be offended by that type of topic matter. So, but if you're in, if you have a group of people, again, you need at least five people. But if you can have nine or ten, that's the best way to play. And they're all like minded, and and no one's going to be offended. It is a great game. Gotcha. So that was kind of the highlight of last night. 
Awesome. Well, for me, um, I won't get into, like I said, I'm going to talk more about the stuff I got tomorrow night on the dinner table show. But tonight I'll talk about what Santa brought my kids, which they're super happy about uh, because they both asked Santa uh, for expensive things. (laughs) As they do. As kids as they get older usually do, right? So they asked for a TV for their rooms and a new console. That they didn't have because my son wanted an Xbox and my daughter wanted her own PS4 because I kick her off of mine whenever I want to play my, uh, you know, what I've been playing my Jedi game lately. So, mm-hmm. uh, so she wanted her own. So um, my wife and I were just like, there's no way Santa's bringing that. <laughs> no way. So uh Anyways, what we did find out in the morning was that Santa left a letter uh, for the kids uh, stating that after we opened up everything, there was a there was an ornament shaped thing that uh, was on the tree that wasn't there before. So we kind of figured, oh, that must have been left by Santa. So we opened that up. And uh, I as soon as I started opening up, I saw it was written. There was a letter. So I gave it to my oldest daughter and told her to read it. Cause it looked like it was a letter from Santa to them. And, uh, it was basically a letter that said, um, if, if I remember correctly, talk to your dad about h- how it feels to buy your own council. <laughs> but also keep in mind that I, uh, Santa was saying that I gave you something, something special. So, and why, when you open this letter, something magical happened. So the kids are just kind of looking at each other and stuff like that. And they're looking at us like, what, what's this magical thing that happened? Well, basically what happened is, is they went, nothing happened in front of us. So they went searching around the house. They went up to the rooms and in their rooms were brand new TVs. So they were super excited that they got, nice. you know, 24 inch, uh, I was going to ask how large, so. uh, 24 inch, um, fire TVs, um, so they were able to connect those and they were excited. My daughter was able to save enough money plus get enough Christmas money from people to go out this morning. I took her out this morning to Best Buy before the crowd started coming in there to return things. <laughs> we we went there when they opened, essentially. Hey, uh, Boxing so, Day. Yes. <laughs> That's what we should have done is gone over to Canada. Maybe it could have got a good deal or got it probably the same price. I don't know because of the prices being different. But anyways... We went to Best Buy and um, she was able to pick up her own PS4 this morning. So, and just from experience, to let any listeners out there know who all complained about Nintendo Switch's parental controls or setting it up uh, amongst, you know, having their kids play and then trying to get their kids their own Switch, PS4, PlayStation is just as difficult. <laughs> just as not as, not as easy. Uh, so, Anybody who wants to complain, it's it's across the board. <laughs> it's not just Nintendo's is difficult. It's right? Yeah. The, I, I I presume Xbox is just as convoluted as well. It's right. Just, just the topic matter is not handled well across any, any it anywhere. It is. And I mean, I understand it's a because if they make it easy, they make it to set up. It's also then easy to go around. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. Point. Is, you know, I have it, I have them all under, all my kids under the PS4, under, you know, parental controls, obviously, with the family management thing that Sony has. 
Um, and then, so my daughter has her own and she could sign in on the new one, but we were trying to get her saves over to the new PS4. So we had to uh, basically disconnect my PS4 because we tried to do it wirelessly, but then the system said, oh, no, we can't do it wirelessly. You're going to have to connect it via Ethernet. So I had to disconnect my PS4, bring it up to her room, and connect it to her so that she could transfer her data over to her PS4 via Ethernet cable. But it not only transferred her stuff, it transferred everything over. So she panicked and canceled it because she thought she was going to erase everything off of it. Oh and yeah, so, it is. It, it took when, when I remember when my daughter bought a PS4 and she wanted to copy the her profile. Over, yeah, it, uh, it it did not delete. It, it, it is a copy. It is not a move. Yeah, um, but it uh, because I because it. We basically said only copy Grand Theft Auto Five because that's the only thing she cared about. Yeah. But it it it, it transferred the all the game data as well, not just her yeah. save. So that took five hours. Right. Yeah. It just took forever, and it just took everything. And it didn't even ask us what we. It did ask us like three basic things: Do you want game and save data? Do you want themes? And do you want um shared stuff you know like the the pics and the videos and all that kind of stuff and I, she just wanted games and saves and it saved all games and saves from all three profiles my mine my son's and hers copied everything over but the other thing too is is which was a little bit different from from say nintendo's online family plan is the ps plus does not carry over in the same way. She has to get her no. own PS Plus. Right. Like if like in my, the way we handled PS Plus before is I, I had it on my account and it was the primary, so all of their accounts can use yeah. it. Yep. But as soon as like my daughter bought her own system and transferred that over, she had to buy her own PS PS Plus. Yes, that's what we did today. She's uh, I I said I'll buy the first year, but you guys start saving five bucks every month <laughs> to put to buy it the next year you know so um so that's the plan just for her to do that and that so but she's still you know she's happy she also actually had some money left over to where she went to ikea and bought a new table for her room to be able to put her computer and her new tv on she's all excited i don't think she's ever going to move out now because she got her room too nice <laughs> but uh yeah my son my son is happy because he, he's got his own tv he was watching he loves watching YouTube, and that's what he got to do today. Was just watch YouTube on his new TV. <laughs> nice. Now, and then he's saving for an Xbox. And then they both have Switches, and they love playing on Nintendo Switches. But they just they want that second second console. So, and my son, he just he just wants an Xbox for whatever reason. That's fine. That'd be quick. I told him if you get an Xbox, I can sign in with the Ultimate Pass that I have that I just use on my PC. So you'll have access to some games that way. So that's that's the story of what my family did. So just got to talk about their their Christmas. Hopefully they had, they said they had a good Christmas. So and I did too. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, we all had fun. Um, oh, I also remembered that um, I did give my my oldest daughter Ring Fit Adventure because that's something she oh, wanted. Cool. I have never seen anyone so excited to get an exercise game. <laughs> I still have to play that. Much much less a twenty year old 
opening it and being excited to get an exercise game. Right. <laughs> yeah. I heard some good things about it. I need to get. I need to get yeah, started. Yeah, I, I bought it. Yeah, I bought a copy for myself as well. I just haven't had a chance to set it up to to do anything with it. Probably will. I plan on doing it soon because originally I was waiting until I had a a a, a TV that got the new TV mounted in the upstairs living room because I don't have room behind me because it's a, you know it's a mess. Um, and wanted to get a a, a switch dock up connected to that TV full time. Yeah. So I had to order another switch dock. So even though yeah. right now there's only one switch in this house, there are three docks in this house. <laughs> Where did you get your switch dock from? Just Amazon? Uh, or? Just Am- yeah, just Amazon. Not refurbished from Nintendo? No. Okay. Yeah, so I, I now have the ability to play it upstairs. I just have to find okay. the time to do it. <laughs> yeah, same here. Maybe we should start a Nintendo Dad's... Uh, uh, show about that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, we don't have to do it in front of the camera. You could just talk about it. Right. Well, I'm sure so, we'll have updates on their normal show. She she did she did I think played the first world uh, yesterday and then she liked still liked it enough. It wasn't completely dead to uh, <laughs> start playing World Two today while her dinner was oh, cooking. Nice. Well, we'll, look, it'll, we'll breathe life into that quality of life channel we have in Discord uh, with our update. Oh, yes. Speaking of uh, cooking dinner, uh, one of the things she gave us for Christmas was a, a new air fryer. Oh, cool. Did you get to yeah. try it yet? Yeah, well, we used it to make some chicken for lunch today, and then she used it to make her dinner tonight. And uh, she, you know, both both daughters have have one in their in their apartments, and both love it, and said we should get one. And I'm like, well, if I told her, if you want to give it to us for a gift someday, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. And <laughs> so she did. <laughs> nice. We also we also got like a zucchini uh, spiral cutter. Oh, okay. Thing because uh, since we're we're I've been keto, she's trying to stay keto and go falls off a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> um. That's it. Uh, Spiral cut noodle uh, squash is a good substitute for noodles in certain dishes. Not so, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Sounds looking, delicious. Actually. So looking forward to trying that. So like if we, like if we order at a Japanese place, if we order a poke bowl, usually it's over a bed of rice or lettuce, which is just bleh. Right. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. This 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 one place we go to lets you have zucchini noodles as oh. the bed, and it's really good. Sounds okay. I can't eat this late. It's after twelve for me, so sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no <enough> food. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, let's go over some old, some Pokemon Go events that I've been waiting three weeks to talk about, and now I finally have a chance to do so. So yeah, like like two weeks ago, uh, Niantic said, "Here is everything we're doing in December." And so far, one of the things already came and went, so I took that off the list. But, well, uh, everything else that is still going on or future-timed, I'll, I'll talk about really quick. Um, starting on December 17th through January 7th, uh, Verizian uh, will be in the five-star raids, so they, the third of four of, of the Gen 5, Gen 5 legendaries. Uh Pokemon Go Holiday 2019 event started on Tuesday, which will go through January 1st. One 
Uh, it'll include holiday costumes for Pokemon found in the wild. Uh, Pikachu and Raichu wearing beanies, Stantler wearing bells. Uh, Alolan Sandshrews, Alolan Vulpix, and Pichu can, found in eggs can wear beanies. And the, the right beanie wearing Raichu and bell wearing Stantler can also be found in raids. Uh, ice type Pokemon will spawn in the wild, including Sneasel, Delibird, Snowrunt, and more. Uh, uh, new to Pokemon Go with this event is is Cubchu. I spelled that wrong in my notes. It's Cubchu. It's like a blue teddy bear with this big snot ball coming out. It's funny as hell to look at. <laughs> um, see, there is a holiday event exclusive field research to, for a chance to catch a beanie wearing Pikachu. And Delibird is now a shadow Pokemon held captive by Team Go Rocket. Stantler can now be shiny. During the event, you can open twice as many gifts per day. You can have twice as many gifts in your inventory as normal. And you can get a free single-use incubator per day for uh, spending a, a Pokestop. Start, okay, this hasn't started yet. This starts tomorrow. Uh, it's a, is it tomorrow? No, it's uh, Saturday, the 28th. Uh, from 11 to 7 local time is the winter weekend event. Uh, Glacial Lures will have a two-hour timer. I think normally it's only 30 minutes. Uh, Glaceons involved at this time will have the move Last Resort. And Reg Ice returns to raids. And if you sp uh, spin gems, you can get uh, up to two additional free raid passes. Uh, up until 7 o'clock. January Community Day has been announced uh, Sunday, January 19th. This time they're split in the times. If you're in Northern Hemisphere, which I think most of the, our listeners are, it's uh, 11 to 2 local time, so that hasn't changed. If you're in Southern Hemisphere, it's 3 to 6 local time. And they haven't announced what Pokemon, what the featured Pokemon will be yet. And then they introduced a new mode called Pokemon Go Buddy Adventure. You know, for the last year or so, we've had been able to choose a buddy to to walk with us. And right, right now it's just it was, it's just a way to earn candy and then nothing else. Right. But now, um, your your buddy can earn buddy ranks similar to how friends ranking work. Like, and the higher the rank it is, the more benefits you get. So they have a good buddy, great buddy, and ultra buddy, and the last is best buddy. Benefits earned will start out making small, like being shown on the overall map, like a, following you around, and best best buddy is to give you your buddy a CP boost in battle. At, when I wrote this, there was no specific release date available, figuring you'd slow roll starting with 40s, but uh, no, it, they just said, it's live or earlier this week. <laughs> Okay, so uh, that's everything here. I'm ch you know checking chat. Um, Mecha Dragon, I don't remember if I ever got your question. If uh, you might want to re, re email that question again, he said he had a question about the Wii U. I don't remember seeing it. Uh, I don't remember talking about it. So 
send it out again and and, and if it turns out we are we did talk about it in the previous episode, I'll just reply to you in private. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, where are we on time? Okay, all right. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about what we've been playing. <laughs> Okay, uh, you're logging into your Switch to find out what you've been playing? <laughs> just to remind me, <laughs> just to go over things. The biggest biggest things, obviously, I'm still playing Luigi's Mansion. I'm still playing Jedi uh, because those take up a lot of time. Um, usually, like I said before, I play Luigi's Mansion either if I take my Switch with me on the go, I'll play it that way, but I, get, I can clear a floor out usually when I take it to bed with me. Uh, but on this vacation, I'm trying to concentrate on Jedi Fallen Order um, so that I can try to beat that game. And I'm having a tough time with the uh, the Wookiees planet right now, uh, just getting past the end there. And I'm trying to see if I missed something on that planet. But it was frustrating me, so I had to turn it off and just kind of get away from it for a moment. <laughs> so well, but, that goes. Right. But throughout the week uh, or throughout the time that it started i've been collecting those cubic games i didn't touch any of them i didn't play any of them until um the day before we got the last one which was space pioneer i started playing all of them just to test them out to see what they're like uh which being the first one was the coloring book one i just wanted to see what it was like downloaded that did the little coloring things and thought oh that's cute and then you know <laughs> went on to the next thing does it use touch at all or is it all I did controller support. I think it was touch. Yeah, I think I did touch screen for that one. And I did all these on my on on my handheld mode. So um, I didn't try it in in docked mode. Um, And then and then next one was Robonauts. And and each one that I say I tried, I'm going to let you know if I kept it or not, because any of them I didn't keep, I deleted. (laughs) I deleted off my system (laughs) after, you know, after I was done collecting them all. Um, but Robonauts, I downloaded. I actually like that one. I, I like that one and the mechanics of it. Um, uh, it's basically kind of reminds me of a couple games um, that I can't think of the name of. One was a PS4 game, which was a spaceship that went around a planet that you shot all, everything on. I think there was a 3DS one, too. Um, and just the names are escaping me right now. But this is kind of like that, where you're just a robot and you're going around a planet and you're shooting all these different uh, enemies, and then you can jump from one planet to another. Or, um, um, and they're probably not as big as planets, but they're you know spherical, and you jump from each moon, I guess, if you will, from one to another. I just played it for maybe about 20 minutes, just to get a feel for it, and that one seemed like it was fun. I'll probably go back to that one. I, I kept that one. Um and the next one I tried was the Geki Yabo Runner, which was the gnome running game. It's the anniversary edition. Um, and it is just that. You're just a gnome running, collecting socks. And uh, it's just a runner. <laughs> it's side-scrolling runner. <laughs> uh, tried that one, and it feels more obviously like a mobile game. And I it just didn't grab me from playing it the first 10 15 minutes so that one's gone <laughs> i deleted that one um puzzle book i tried that one it's just you know puzzles that break up and you put them together and it was nice and relaxing but 
I didn't keep that one either. That one's gone. <laughs> Uh, another, the next game was One Strike. I downloaded that one, obviously, and tried that playing that one. And it was very, it's a fighting game, very simple. And I picked, I forget the character's name, but she had like a swinging chain machete thing that she would just whip out and kill people. So she had the, um, range more than melee type weapon and i just kept beating fighter after fighter (laughs) with that because it's like standing there and as soon as it got close enough i just whipped it out and it was like one hit kills with the thing and i don't that's probably why it's called one strike right the first person who makes the strike you're dead um is she the only one with a range or they all have some sort of range i don't know i didn't try any other ones (laughs) i just tried her and was like got through it and was like okay i i I guess beat the game. I, I guess I don't know. So I I was done with that one. <laughs> that one deleted. Uh, Wrecking Ball Adventure was the next one. I tried that one, and that one was uh, the mechanics were different. I c- couldn't. I guess I didn't give enough time probably to get a grasp of the mechanics, um, which was just basically you're this ball and you're spinning, and you got, in order to spin you to go somewhere you got to spin in the right direction and you break through walls and you break through enemies um there's could be potential for it but i was looking for something that would grab me like the robonauts did or robot knots or robo robonauts uh did and it didn't grab me so i deleted that one i know this sounds really harsh but you know i just <laughs> i was trying to go through them and see what would stick and what wouldn't um the next game was uh, K-O-L-O-R-O. So, Coloro. Coloro, yeah. Um, and that was like a puzzle game. It was I like the aesthetic of it. Um, and you basically... Um, you're trying to get through... Make sure I got the right game here. So, Coloro. Not thinking of the other one. Okay. Yeah, it looks like the, the levels are like... Kind of like... Super Beat Boy type of levels. They're all yeah, one you, screen. Yeah, you get through all these little obstacles and stuff, and it teaches you very well how to get through those obstacles uh, to basically collect the gems that are in that stage. Almost kind of a little bit of reminded me, a little bit of it reminded me of the Mario versus Donkey Kong, maybe the earlier ones where you had to go through, collect certain items, and also get the key in order to get to the end of that that level. Um, but this was just basically you're getting through, uh, the stages and there's some puzzle elements where you had to switch. There's certain things you can switch on and off, or you wait for spikes to disappear in order to get through it and jump through. Um, so that one I might go back to, but I don't believe I kept, no, I did keep that one. Yep. That was one I did keep because it seemed kind of, there was a little bit of frustrating elements to it, but I did keep it to keep trying. So, um, I am going to keep that Colorado one. And then the next one I have is hashtag race die run. And that's a racing game. It wasn't, it kind of felt like it was going to be a uh, rhythm type game. You know, like you see those spaceship type rhythm games where you have to do certain things. This was just basically how fast can you get through this course without dying? So, um, which, I thought it was kind of fun 
and it is frustrating, but it, it teaches you in a way like, okay, I need to dodge left or dodge right or, uh, to get to where I need to go. Um, watch out for these walls or try, or try to get this, this, um, item down the line. And it's basically, you just learn from your mistakes and try to get through as fast as you can. And there's leaderboards on there too. So I kept that one to keep trying that one. And then, uh, Wrecked was on there. That was one that I think we had somebody review for the Nintendo dads. So we do have a review, review of that game already out for the YouTube. My thing was, again, I was just looking at what was going to grab me and make me keep it. The mechanics I did not like on this game. But again, maybe I didn't spend enough time with it to get a grasp of those mechanics. I like the appeal of it where you just you can go through and do some crazy um, stunts or whatever with these cars. Because uh, it's like a racing, uh, almost kind of a stunt game where you're using a, a car stunt a stunt car and you go through loops or you jump through hoops. Um, but again, I didn't stay with it long enough to, to get an idea of what the, the, the point of it was, I guess. Uh, and the mechanics, the mechanics too, weren't grabbing me. So maybe it's something where I'll go back to and redownload it, but that one I deleted as well. But again, you can also go to the review that we have on there to get someone else's opinion on it. Uh, Mana Spark was another game that they gave to us. It was the last one before the Space Pioneer. Uh, that is in. Trying to remember, it looked like it was a almost like the first Zelda type game, and you do you get bow and arrow, and you can shoot at your enemies, and um, you get through the levels. And I apologize if I'm screwing this up, but this one again, it didn't. I didn't understand the appeal of it for a quick jump in and see, okay, is this going to hold my interest? It didn't hold me long enough. I didn't get what was going on. This may be something, again, maybe I'll come back to later on to try again, or if somebody else tries it and comes back with a video or something, or maybe I'll, I'll just watch their opinion of it and get through it uh, that way, um, and then maybe download it again. But for my first impressions, it just didn't hold my attention very well. So it seemed like it was like a quick, easy simple rpg type game um with a kind of like your old school zelda look to it like the first zelda look to it um which game was this again the mana spark okay this one sounded like uh one that i would actually want to i'm wanting to try this one all right this yeah let me know what you think of it because i'd be curious to see if i didn't give it its fair shake you know so yeah yeah i downloaded all of these games as well but i haven't played any of them outside yeah. of the first game i talked about last week where i, I said i literally got nauseous <laughs> and i would i like to hear anybody else right yeah i would like to hear anybody's opinion on these games too you know because like i said i i did a quick jump in was it going to hold my attention long enough for me to decide to keep them and i only kept uh maybe a handful i kept robonauts Colorado race die run and I kept space pioneer because I didn't even try that one yet. That was the surprise one. So yeah, that I didn't one, try that one yet. Uh, that's their newest game. It was just launched like three weeks ago. Yeah. So, and I think, uh, I think Nick said he reviewed that one too. So we might even have a review out there already on that as well. So I did get Pokemon shield for Christmas. So, and my uh, family got, they all got Pokemon games. So 
They, a few of them jumped into it. I haven't yet. I should because they jumped into it. I don't want to get far behind them. Um, and that's, that, that was our family Christmas gift from Santa was we all got a copy of a Pokemon shield or sword game. So, um, that's where I'm at with the games I've been playing. Okay. And the game singular that I've played is the repeat of last week. (laughs) I, I actually, I finished Dragon Quest Builders, uh, credit rolled it, but like two hours before we recorded. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then the, I didn't do the sandbox island. Apparently the way that, the way it works is I could have, when I was done with chapter one, you get access to the sandbox island with there's no enemies, but everything is, you know, it's just do what you want, collect resources, build what you want. Certain elements can be shared online. Certain elements can be imported from randomly from other people's, or if you have friends who's played it, you can do do that. And then for every chapter you complete, it opens up a warp to another island that has a new set of uh, of collectibles you can get, which can unlock more recipes. And then in the first four chapters, if there are various hidden challenges that if you complete them, it unlocks additional recipes that you can't get any other way. Uh, I never, there wasn't a single chapter where I got all of them. I think chapter three, I got four out of the five and chapter four, I got one out of the five, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah, again, uh, very, if, if you liked, you know, I, I wish I played this one before I played two because it, 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 two is the better game. It just has more, it has better quality of life improvements. Right. Things like, you know, if you want to build a line of bricks, you can, it can, it can do that just without hold, with holding a button. But if you want to smash a line of bricks, you have to mash. Where in no. two, they fixed it so you didn't have to mash, you could hold it. So, mm. you, know, you know, small things like that. And one, one thing I liked about two was that it had bigger blueprints to build. And, and the NPCs that join your group build with you in two that they don't do in one in one you have to do all the building yourself but like in two if you want to build like i remember like the last chapter you literally built this big pyramid that's 20 bricks tall and you know 50 bricks wide on a side but you don't you can participate and build with them but all you have you know put the you put the, the blueprint down put a chest and load the chest with items and the npcs will do the rest you know, the the intent is they do that while you do other things, okay. And then you can come back and put in the finishing touches, or just let them in. Depending on sometimes they they wait until you're there to finish it. Sometimes they don't. Depends on if it's story related or not. Nice. But uh, you know, both games are worth playing. I I. But again, if you if you only have the time for one, I say go with two. You're not missing anything by not playing the first game. Uh, I think, you know, the the switch to- tells me I played for forty hours or more, playing through Builders One. Okay. So it's, you know, Builders Two I think was more like a sixty-five hour game for me. Nice. So there's 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 a, there's a little more content in Builders Two as well. Uh, so again, I, I liked the story mode. Not a fan of the sandbox. I know. I I remember I talked a little bit 
with Infendo people a, a few months ago about Builders 2, and they wanted the, to get to the sandbox part, but had to go through all the story bits first, and they didn't want to do that. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So, it, 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 so if you're not if you're not much into the story part, you probably won't like it. But if you, uh, because you have to get through the story part to um, to get the most out of the sandbox mode. Gotcha. All right, and so now the, my game on deck is Dragon Quest Eleven. Finally, so, <laughs> finally, I'm hoping I can get play enough of that to have it part of the game of your of the year discussion. When, okay. When we get there, I don't know if it'll be next week or two weeks, but. Uh, Oh, that, that's my goal is, I don't know if I'll finish it in a week, but I should be able to get at least deep enough in that I'll, I can have a, an honest opinion. Cool. Very okay. cool. Okay, then we'll close out the show with our community spotlight. <laughs> Before we get to Tim's votes, I uh, wanted to read a message we got from MechaDragon101. Uh, he's tried sending it to us before, and I don't remember if we've read it or not. Um, so if we did, we apologize for the duplication. But I don't, since I don't remember doing it, there's a chance I didn't do it. So we'll do it now. Hi, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo Dads. This is MechaDragon101. I sent a voicemail just now, but I wasn't sure if it came out right. So I don't think it did, which is why I didn't hear it. Um, so I thought I'd send an email request as well. Congratulations on having 250 episodes while at the same time being around for five years. That's insane. While I only just got into you guys a little over a year ago, I still find the podcast very warming to watch, especially close to the end of a long work week. Everyone on the podcast sounds so wholesome that I would love to share a beer with one of you guys. Keep on gaming, everyone. Thanks for the feedback. We, uh, we appreciate it. Yes. And uh, thanks for listening. Cheers with a beer, my fake yeah. beer. Virtual beers. <laughs> <laughs> Clink. Clink. <laughs> Clink. <Okay. there> it. <laughs> yeah, well, w- where you see our faces is different than what OBS, with what everyone on YouTube sees the faces as. So I don't even know where I have everything. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you uh, talk about... Uh, Recap on what we what we're voting on, what the what the listeners were voting on, and uh, what happened. What what were the results? Yes, so I closed the votes. Uh, we had part two of our votes uh, go out. Same number of responses. It looks like from the previous votes, uh, we started off voting out out um, on our favorite games, or I guess events, or just. Things in general that happened in Nintendo for each month, starting from December 2018 through November 2019, and in each of those months, we broke we broke out those months into sections of seasons. Uh, so after everybody was done voting for each month and those winners, once we collected those winners, we put each of those months' winners into their seasons. So, for example. The winter season, winter 2019, would have been December 2018, January 2019, and February 2019. Those three month winners went up against each other. In this case, it was December 2018's winner, or 
December 2018's winner was Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. January 2019's winner was New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. And February 2019 was Wargroove. Those three went up for the vote to find out who won the winter 2019 season. And the winner for that uh, season was, with a 69% vote, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So, which was a large amount. You know, 69% is a huge amount there. Um, and this is something, too, so that gives you an example of how this was set up if you were part of the polls uh, or went in on Twitter uh, to click on the link or Facebook. I think we had it there or even Patreon. So, but hopefully when we, when we get through the rest of this list, we can look at this along with what the rest of the Nintendo dads have when you guys talk about your game of the years to kind of put it up against the discussions that we have through the polls. So we have 20 winter 2019 that was done. Any comments on that one, Jesse on the winner um, for that? Any surprises there? Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? <laughs> yeah, no surprises at all. Yeah, and and, and you know th- th- this is yeah you know, a different you know this will be a, a little different than when we get to our individuals just because yes while yeah. you know people could likely people could vote on games that they may not have even bought or played just so you know, we might be a little bit of bias on that whereas. You know, when we talk about what, we, what we've been playing, we're only going to talk about what we've been playing. So, right. you know, and if you if y'all listening for a while, you know, most of the games that everyone likes. Quote, I'm doing air quotes right now. I usually don't, so my list is usually completely different than everyone else's. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is like we all would have voted differently, obviously, in this as well. So for our favorites, right. for each. So obviously the the popular vote won. So some of the things that we may have voted for probably didn't make it. Uh, so here's a, here's spring 2019 for example. We've got the winners for for that season was March 2019 was Yoshi's Crafted World, April 2019 was Cuphead, and May 2019 was Castlevania Advent Anniversary Collection. And the winner for spring 2019 with 58.6% of the votes was Cuphead. Wow. Yeah, that, so. that's an example of I have not purchased any of those games. So, <laughs> right. So, yeah, I'm not going to talk about them. But but there were games on that list because you're the one that put these lists together. So I'm sure you would have fought, right? Right. Or well, voted. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, just, just because I put the games on the list doesn't mean I'm interested in, but I, it's games that no, I, I think would be useful good to talk about in the show or someone's interested in them yes most then, of the time there are like nintendo first party games or games featured in a direct that those are the games that make this list that i build yes and monitor and the summer 2019 winner uh or the people that we vote or the games we voted for june 2019 super mario maker 2 won that vote for that month July 2019, Fire Emblem Three Houses won. And August 2019, Astral Chain won. And the winner for summer 2019, with 48.3% of the votes, is actually a surprise. It's Super Mario Maker 2 that won the vote over Fire really? Emblem Three Houses. Yes. Oh, I wouldn't have expected that. Yes, it was a very close See, vote. I was, I, I was just about to say that 
you know, it, it'll be a tough one. You know, it'll be interesting final having Fire Emblem and Smash in there. But now that we have Mario Maker 2 versus Smash, I think it's no contest. <laughs> right. It's going to be interesting because there was 48.3% of the votes was for Super Mario Maker 2. And 41.4% was from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, really close. Very close there. Yeah. And final, th- th- that game is a lot of sites game of the year. Yes, it is. And that's why I'm, I got knocked out by Super Mario Maker. And I don't know if the votes got, uh, you know, shifted a little bit there because of that new Zelda update to Super Mario Maker. Maybe. That's possible. That did come out. That probably wouldn't happen, I don't think. So it's very interesting to see that happen. Um, And then, so fall 2019, the last season for this year, uh, how it falls for us. September 2019, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening won that month. October 2019, Luigi's Mansion 3 won that month. And November 2019, Pokemon Sword or Shield, they were combined. So... um, they won November 2019's month. Um, and then with 51.7% of the votes, Luigi's Mansion 3 won the fall 2019 season. Yeah, I'm not surprised about that one. <laughs> right. Yeah, so uh, the summer had the surprise in it. Yes. So for our, the next poll that will go up, we'll have all four seasons to go up against each other to see who will win 2019 from the polls. So that will be super smash brothers ultimate for the winter 2019 vote spring 2019 was cuphead summer 2019 was super Mario maker two. And for fall 2019 will be Luigi's mansion three. And where, where do you post these? You put them in discord Twitter, and Facebook. Yes. Discord. Twitter, Facebook, and our Patreon page. Okay, so whether you're a patron or not, you're welcome to vote. Just yes. watch our social medias. Correct. <laughs> okay, and then uh, wanted you know, Mecha Dragon had did through had another um, question in the in the chat that uh, we could talk about real quick since uh, okay. relatively short show. He goes, <laughs> we we've kind of paraphrasing because i don't because i don't because the question has scrolled off the chat but he go he remembers us kind of complaining again air quotes that it was hard to get you news during the wii u era and so you know how was it really difficult or is this hyperbole and i can i replied to him in chat kind of saying uh that nintendo still put out you know news bits Often, so you know, week to week, there was usually something to talk about noteworthy, but there was sometimes where there was, you know, like this week, there, there was nothing really to talk about, and we had games that those episodes were leaned more toward what we've been playing versus the news. And uh, but was, so we but we we still you know did powered through our shows to get to the 250 in five years, uh, but you know. It, so it definitely is easier with the the switch news cycles with uh, all the, the the announcements that we you know no, normally happen that we filter out we don't talk about the but just 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 this week there was nothing to talk about. <laughs> well, and two in the years that you guys 
did your shows even with the lighter years uh, or the Wii U years, you guys did come up with things to do, right? So yeah, and, uh, and, plus, and that was also 3ds. 3ds was new. Yes, newish. Because yeah. when we started the show, 3ds was three and a half years old. So yeah. about how old the Switch is now, um, or, or yeah. six months away from where the Switch is. So you know there was still new content coming out on the 3ds all the time as well. It's the when there wasn't anything on Wii U, right. and, and I remember you know Justin started the show not owning a DS or 3DS and picked one up and to start to start playing along and yep. and and we had a virtual and we had virtual consoles on all systems that we can fall back on if any, if there was nothing right. new. And you guys, that's when you guys were doing the retro rewind stuff too. So yeah, and, and we would normally do a retro rewind on something that was easy to get. Right. Yes. For virtual console as opposed to some hard to find GBA game that costs seventy dollars on eBay. We didn't right. do those. <laughs> uh, okay. Question. Yes, thank you. So if you if you have any other questions, you can uh if you're a patron, feel free to no, DM me on Patreon. If you're not, you can DM, DM us on Twitter, email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or podcast at nintendodads.org. Um, or, you know, leave, leave a comment in the video. And if it's, if we see it, which is hard, odds are we won't see it or we won't, it won't be as in our face because we, but, uh, you know, Leave a question anywhere, and we'll, we'll we try to keep tabs we'll, on everything. We'll try to find it. Yeah, <laughs> in between our day jobs. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's like that's that's I remember when I don't know if they talked about it, but uh, uh, Justin and Zach were on Sean Capri's show. Yeah, uh, I th- I think they were going to do a two parter. I don't remember if I ever heard the second part come out yet. Yeah, the second part hasn't been out yet. Okay, so yeah, the the first part. When Justin was trying to come up with ideas, Zach would uh, sometimes put them down and like, hey, hey, slow down. We are not Game Explain. <laughs> <laughs> we have full-time jobs where <laughs> Game Explain that with most of the cases, that is their full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, when I when I heard that, I, I had a good laugh. That is funny. Okay, so let's we can start wrapping things up. Uh, thanks to our Patreon producers, Chris Mears, Dave Ernsberger, and David Evett. Again, we have a website, nintendodance.org. You can see our latest YouTube videos, tweets, and podcasts, and along with links to all of our social medias and the Patreon page, along with our merch shop at, at Redbubble. And I've already, I've already said the email addresses where you can get a hold of us, or you can call in and leave a voicemail while Google Voice is still a thing. They're slowly decaying that thing, but it's still up and running enough that if you call 929-25-N-DADS or 929-256-3237, you'll hear my voice and you can leave a message. And then we'll all hear your voice. <laughs> Amazing how that works. <laughs> uh, thanks to OC Remix for the music we use throughout the show, along with... Uh, Carter Johnson and Adam Leonard for the our arts. You can download the our shows using your favorite podcast app of choice like Castbox, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or Spotify. 
This has been episode 260. I am ready to pass out. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about stuff. We did it. We did talk about stuff. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. Good night. Nintendo Dads. Maple syrup mooses.